This is Twin City Song Story. I'm your host, Mark Sweeney. Andrew Gaylord is a folk musician, theater maker, and one half of Playspace Productions. In this episode, he talks about the song Traverse to Sue from After the Birds Taught Me to Fly, a new production premiering June 5th through 7th at the Minnesota Valley National Wildlife Refuge. Andrew talks about his company's process and why he was drawn to write about the Dakota War of 1862. The podcast ends with a recording of the song Traverse to Sue, performed by Andrew. Here's the song story. My name is Andrew Gaylord, and I'm performing the song Traverse to Sue from the play After the Birds Taught Me to Fly. Uh, My theater partner and I uh, collect stories in the community where we will be creating a play about a significant place. We were asked by the city of Bloomington and the Bloomington Center for the Arts to make a play in Bloomington's South Loop. And so we approached the Minnesota Valley National Wildlife Refuge to ask if they'd like to be our partner because we loved their visitor center and uh, and the area behind their visitor center in the river valley, the paths, the, the beautiful nature. We thought that would be a great place to make a walking theater play. So we began collecting stories with the rangers at the wildlife refuge. We collected stories from Bloomington historians. We held three story swaps at the refuge for uh, for residents of the South Loop and Bloomington and anybody else who wanted to come to tell their stories of the history of the refuge and the River Valley and the South Loop. And after about two months of story collecting, then we put those stories together into a play. We call this play bird-watching theater because on the surface, the audience is going for a bird walk led by a couple of rangers from the U.S. Fish and Wildlife Service. As these rangers are leading them around to these different spots throughout the refuge to watch for birds and listen for birds, the audience then sees a play that's happening through the eyes of a young girl in the audience. In one of the early scenes, while they're talking with a couple of eagles, the eagles tell the little girl the history of the river valley. And along with the history of the river valley, they tell her the history of the Dakota residents in the Minnesota River Valley and the history of the 1862 U.S.-Dakota War, which a lot of people don't know about. Uh, A couple of years ago, when I started doing this kind of theater in towns around Minnesota, stories about the U.S.-Dakota War came up a lot. And when they first started coming up, I didn't know what the U.S.-Dakota War was. And since then, I have learned a lot, collected a lot of stories and read a lot of books about it. And it's such a significant part of Minnesota history and, I think, U.S. history that it's come to really, uh, it's come to really form deeply a part of my consciousness of what's going on in our country right now and what's going on around the world. So, this song "Traverse to Sioux" is named after a treaty that the U.S. government made with the Dakota in 1851, in which they bought all of the land in Minnesota for one million six hundred and sixty-five thousand dollars. And all of the Dakota moved 
to a small strip of land in western Minnesota that was two miles wide by 100 miles long. After 11 years, the U.S. government stopped paying its debts on time. The U.S. government paid this money out to the Dakota in annuities. In 1862, they hadn't paid the annuity by August. They had promised to pay the annuity months earlier. There was a drought those past two years, and some of the warriors among the Dakota decided that they would, um, they just couldn't, couldn't handle this any longer. Uh, it's a very complicated history, depending on who you talk to. You made me promise. This song is a story about a woman living at the time of the 1862 war who was married to a white soldier. It was common practice as white settlers were moving into Minnesota for soldiers to marry Dakota women. And then when they wanted to marry a white woman later, they would just dump their wives and whatever children they had. And a few of these soldiers stayed with their Dakota wives, but many of them uh, left their wives, including Henry Sibley, first governor who married a Dakota woman and then left her later. This song is inspired by kind of what I imagine to be the Dakota woman's experience at that time, but uh, wrapped into creating the song was also all the stories we've been hearing about um, Boko Haram and uh, various extremist groups around the world, um, our U.S. civil rights movement, um, just events and acts of hatred and prejudice, which are, which at times can just be very difficult to understand. So, I think of the song as a murder ballad, and somehow writing this song helped me to process some of my feelings about, about that war and about uh, a lot of the hatred that we've dealt with in our country, dealing with in our country, I think, um, but that we're just not, we're just not quite uh, acknowledging. One of the, yeah, one of the things that I discovered in writing this song, this was my first, uh, this was my first time writing a murder ballad, and the murder ballad genre I've always found to be an interesting musical genre um, because it leaves you with a pit in your stomach at the end, and there's a there was a question for me in writing this, you know, am I really trying to say something when I'm writing this, or am I really trying to express the experience of a particular character? Um, am, I, am I doing both in some sense? Am I trying? I mean, I had all these different voices in my head as I was writing the song that I, that I wanted to, that it seemed like all of these voices were just asking to be included in the song. So, so there is a narrative in the song, but it's the narrative of many different voices and many different characters at once. And in the folk music tradition, there's no concern for making history fit together in a rational sort of way about people's experiences. 
you know, and the power of those experiences. When you sing your experience of a place or a moment or a person or a feeling, I think uh, it gives you a deeper capacity for really feeling that thing. We included it because uh, I think this is an important part of the U.S. Dakota War to remember that it was a violent, bloody, graphic moment in Minnesota history. And I'm amazed, first, how many people just don't know about it, and I think how much we seem to go out of the way to avoid talking about it. When it comes up, people feel so strongly about it that they just shut down the conversation. It's so difficult to have conversations about the war um, in a lot of contexts because it, well, people get stirred up so quickly and then conversation becomes impossible. But um, I'm seeking to have conversations about it with everybody that I can. Here is Traverse to Sioux, performed by Andrew Gaylord. Silently 
This is Twin City Song Story, recorded and produced by Mark Sweeney, with special assistance by Minnesota Playlist and Noise Picnic. For more information about Playspace Productions, visit playspaceproductions.com. This is Twin City Song Story. <laughs>